Hello, welcome to my podcast, Leo Bugger, where we are just going to try and have fun. We're gonna we're gonna do this. Uh, we're just gonna do a bunch of shit that I think is dumb and funny. Maybe have some guests on board, but at this point in time, it seems like it's just gonna be me. That's how it feels. That sounded very lonely. I have friends. Anyway, hope hope you guys have enjoyed my videos, my TikTok videos and my Instagram videos. It's interesting putting myself out there at the moment and uh, seeing people comment on my posts because TikTok, people on TikTok or social media, I feel like they they have a really good read of what your insecurities are and they just fucking go for it. They have like that, this sixth sense where they just go, you're insecure about your very low cheekbones. I'm going to comment, how is it having cheeks for a chin? Uh, anyway, yeah. Welcome to my podcast. If in five years I have like 500 people that just come every time I post a video, then my job is done. Okay, so uh, just a, a quick check in my week. How's my week been? I'm quickly finding out that... How's my week been? I'm quickly finding out that I am the, the date horror story. Like I'm the horror story for people that date me. Um, like when they go on a date with me, they tell their friends how fucked was this date, this happened. And I'll tell you what I mean. I had a date on the weekend, on Saturday, and I, we kept like pushing it back a little bit. So I locked in this date on Saturday night. But the problem was I had a boat party before that from, I want to say 12 till 5 and the date was at 7 and it was it was a pretty big boat party. So I did that. I went on this boat party and I got absolutely shit faced. I want to say I want to say I had about 20 drinks, which was just insane for me. Uh, that really sloshed me. And then after that we went to a bar. We we docked up at 5 and then we went to a bar at like 5 till 6. And then I said, "Okay, I've got to go to this date." So I I ordered an Uber, got there. But when I rocked up, um I realized that I was very maggot and noticeably maggot. So I tried to pull it together. I had like a, I stopped at a 7-Eleven to get like a boss coffee to try and, if if you're trying to sober yourself up, you, it's already too late. And that's what happened to me. So I rock up to, and I see this beautiful girl and she goes, hey, how are you going? And I'm like, oh, what's going on? Uh, and we walk in sit down, get a table for us. I think I'm pulling it together okay. She's laughing at a few jokes. We're having a good time. Um, we're having a fairly good time from what I think is a good time. I was shit-faced, so I don't actually know. I don't think I had a very good concept of what a good time is. Anyway, so it comes to the end of the day and she's like, hey, do you want to go get some Chinese food? And I was like, oh, shit, yeah. I must have done something, right? Here we go. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the king. I'm nailing this. Uh, and I said, yeah, sure. She said, all right, I'm, I'm just going to go to the loo and then we'll we'll head on out. So I go, okay, sick, nice. So she goes to the loo, she comes back and then we start walking out of the restaurant. And uh, we leave the restaurant and I notice that I haven't paid. I actually dined and dashed. Uh, quickly, it just came to me. I was like, oh shit, I haven't, I haven't paid. And... I told her that. I was like, "That's crazy! What a thrill! We didn't just we did we just didn't pay then. That was insane. How do you feel about that?" 
And she said, you didn't pay? I thought you paid when I was in the in the toilet. And I said, no. And then she said, I'm going home. And I thought, I'll be getting Chinese food. And she said, no, I'm going home. That was fucked. And I, I tried to plead my case. And I was like, oh, I'm, no, I'm sh- I, let me go back and pay. That was, that. I don't even know why I did that. You know, that was, that was such, that was very out of character for me. That's very weird. And she said, no, I've, I've seen enough. That's it. And so she went home. Lovely girl. Totally understand why she would have cut that off. Uh, she should have. That makes so much sense. So instead of going back to pay, I actually just continued to go out. I caught up with everyone from the boat party again and continued to go out and I had a crazy night. The thing that shocked me was the next day I woke up with terrible head noise, texted her an apology text uh, to which she did not respond, which is so fair enough. And then I went to the bar that I didn't pay at. I drove all the way over there and I rocked up and I said, hey, I'm sorry. I completely forgot to pay. Can I close off the tab? And they go, yeah, sure. And then they go, we don't have any tabs open. From last night I said oh check again I was sitting over there they were like no we don't and we keep those open if people don't pay and I was like oh that's weird so then I checked my phone and I checked my bank account and it turns out I had paid I had paid when she went to the loo I was just so shit faced I forgot And then cock blocked myself. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm pretty annoyed with myself because that, that is going to be a story for her that she'll be like, that guy sucked. And crucial error on my part. I keep making those sorts of areas. I feel like I'm a walking horror story at this point. Fair enough. If you even think you're uh, you're dining and dashing, you deserve to be. You deserve that. So thank you. Anyway, so because I've had such um, funny experiences with with my dates recently, I thought I'd call up a psychic. Yeah, I want to get this psychic to tell me if like I need to. I need to change anything or be wary of anything. All right, we're going to call this person up. Let's go. I just just want to get a reading on my love life, actually, what what the future holds for it, if I'm ever going to get a girlfriend. And if anyone knows, it would be Rex Frederick. 4.8 out of 5 stars. 17,000. He's done 17,000 of these calls on Keen. So here we go. This will be cool. I'm excited. I'm fucking getting ready in my chair. Connecting you now. Please introduce yourself. Hi, this is Rex. How are you going? Doing great. What's your birthday? It is the 19th of August, 1998. And you calling about love? Uh, yeah, I am calling about love. I want to know uh, what my love life entails over the next five to ten years or, or whatever sort of reading you've got on it. Sure, let's take a look. It looks like you've got to get to the next uh, year and a half after January of 2025. What are we, uh, May, so seven, 
year and a little over a year and a half, really like 20 months or something out from um, things being better than they have been. Things haven't been easy, have they? No, no, they haven't. No, that's the that's the problem. Well, they've been hellish. Yeah, they've been fairly hellish for me and other people. Yeah. And I'm not here to depress you. I just want you to know the time frame. Is about a year and a year and a half. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Right now, you're just living the quiet life, and things are kind of quiet. Yeah. Uh, But. If it's, uh, but that's okay. You just gotta. You're in the same phase I'm in, which is like service, uh, pretty that. much quiet, uh, by myself all the time. Um, and I just work. I'm looking at your love life now. Um, you still got, you know, a 30 year. Your your love life's pretty active for the next 30 years. So you're just taking a break for next year. You're oh. Wait, my love life for the next 30 years is going to be... It's very, very active. You're going to have a love life. You huh. just are taking a break because you have a busy love life for the next 30 years. You need a break. You need a rest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's great news. For 30 years. So, I'll be... um, Jeez. I'll be like... You'll be at- In my 50s. Does that mean after that 30 years, it's over? Well, it does get quiet. It's more quiet. You're in the quiet phase now. So, yeah. that doesn't mean in 30 years I'll get, like, divorced or anything, does it? No, but it just, you know, we get 30 years of anything, we're good to go, you know. Uh, oh, okay, I found something. Now I found it. In tw- uh, 10 years from now, you enter uh, your uh, marital bliss cycle. You may get married before then. But if you don't, you'll be happily married after that. Wow. 10 years from now. From 10 years from now, I'll be happily married. And that's... Jeez. Yeah, 10 years from now is when... The best time to get married, to be happily married, would be 10 years from now. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, wow. That's incredible. Thank you so much, Rex. That's that's everything I need to hear. Great to meet you, and I'll be here to help you with your love schedule. Awesome. Thanks so much, Rex. Really appreciate it, man. I can't tell whether that was positive. He uh, he said I'm very picky, which I feel like I, I can be fairly picky. Um, says I'm, I'm, it's fairly quiet at the moment. I guess on the love front, it's fairly quiet. Maybe not on the casual casual dating. I feel like for some reason at the moment, it's fairly busy. Uh, but that doesn't equate to love. So... Weirdly, I feel like crying, <laughs> but I don't know why. I don't know. Damn, I can see why people get readings. I've never gotten a reading in my life, and I actually feel like I'm tearing up here. Get a fucking reading from Rex at uh, Keen. Um, wow, I there is a lot of emotions coming up. Uh, that is crazy. Yeah, so in a year and a half, I'm going to find someone that, uh, I'm, apparently I'm going to find someone. Well, that's where, that's where it gets busy. And then in 10 years, I'm going to get married. <laughs> oh, in 10 years, I'm going to get married. That, 
what I'll be 34 that seems late ladyish maybe and then I'll have kids jeez I'll be having kids fairly later as well then unless well he didn't say anything about kids I could have kids tomorrow technically uh wow that is crazy so at 34 I'll be married in a year and a half I'm gonna beat be meeting my uh girlfriend which could potentially be a, uh, a partner of mine and then in 30 years time I will be divorced so I <laughs> had a good run I it sounds like I had a great run but in 30 years time I'll be 54 halfway through my life and I'll be divorced Alright, so uh, this segment is going to be me doing stand-up, uh, but it's not what you think. I once did stand-up when I was 19 years old, 19 to 20 years old. I reckon I only did it 10 times. And the reason I stopped was because I could not stop bombing just every time I got on stage. So, to give you some context, I've always done improv, done improv comedy for maybe like 10 years or so now and sketch comedy for a pretty similar amount and I'm pretty confident in my abilities. Uh, So, I thought that would transfer over quite easily to stand-up and it turns out it doesn't. Actually, it's the, the worst I've ever performed ever just 10 times in a row. I think the best I ever did was I I got a chuckle once. So, what we're going to do is I am going to do my stand-up set from five years ago, my first ever stand-up set. So, they call it a tight five because it's your tightest five minutes of stand-up and I think it's going to be terrible but you guys deserve to hear it so that you know where I've come from and how much I've improved. Just kidding. I haven't improved at all. All right. We're going to start. So, as soon as I uh, clap my hands, it'll be the start of the set and everything I say will be a part of that set. Here we go. This is... I fucking hate this. This is going to hurt me so bad. But let's just do it because it's funny as fuck to laugh at, not with. Here we go. Hey guys, thank you for coming. This is going to be the greatest uh, stand-up set of your life. Thank you so much. Um, so, to start off, what do you call a vagina with a cold? A sick cunt. I uh, was um, at the bus stop recently and I tried to hail down a bus and it's crazy the different sort of um, hailing signals you can do to a bus. You can be real confident with it. You can stick up your hand and really own that or you can stick it to the side and just put the peace sign out if you're really cool and you like to surf. Alternatively, you can put both hands up and look like you work at a car dealership, one of those inflatable guys, which actually is a bad idea because then you probably won't catch the bus because they'll drive past you because they'll... Fuck. You know what? I'm actually going to stop this segment because I... It's like not even funny to laugh at because it's just shit. Thank you for listening. Everyone's a legend.
Conspiracy theory segment. This is a segment for new conspiracy theories that are coming out so you can stay up to date with them in case you get stuck in a conversation with a conspiracy theorist, I assume. Okay, this this one's cool. I like this one. This one's actually kind of positive, but I don't know. It's a conspiracy theory, so you don't ever know what's true. So I got this from... uh, It's called The Conversation. I think you guys will like this. Basically, the COVID-19 lab leak, what they're saying is um, they're drawing parallels with putting the Chinese in a bucket as the, the, the villains here, similar to how they put the Jews in a bucket as villains during the, one, of the, one of the plagues back in the the early ages the early eras in the middle ages sorry probably also what they did in germany i'd imagine the jews just can't catch a break i hope they're in the clear now uh i know they are with me but is is there any i feel like there's something else going on in a different country with the jews man that my heart and soul goes out to th- those people affected by anything anti-Semitic. That sucks. Um, you guys really need a break from... I hope you guys just like... Uh, maybe start World War Three and win it. But with like love, you know? Like if you started like this big love movement, that would be kind of cool. But that would, that would never happen, I guess. A love movement that... that Wars get solved with nukes. Uh, okay. So sorry. Uh, what what basically what they're saying is is we are quickly um putting these Chinese in a bucket as villains and kind of coming up with these stories that they're working on secret schemes to dominate or destroy Western democracies what what is interesting is the christians did a similar things to the jews where they blamed and oh this is cool where they basically blamed the uh plague on the jews the jews were responsible for it it was the first era of fake news with you know anti-semitism islamophobia we did and witch hunting Witch hunting sounds mad, though, to be honest with you. I mean, terrible. But I think you can joke about it now. I really hope witches were real. So, oh, Jews were accused of concocting concocting poisonous powders from spiders, toads, and human remains. The ingredients form a running list of items invoking disgust and fear of infection. Sound familiar to a bat? The Chinese eating a bat. That old story of Chinese eats bats and they shouldn't be eating bats. The thing is, I I don't know who to believe here. I think I'll just sit on the fence with this one. But I like this. I like the theory. I would put my mind at ease with all this media attention saying that the Chinese are gonna uh, take over the world and dominate, which I think should be the Jews first. To be honest, wait your turn, Chinese. The Jews should be taking this over. I'm talking out of turn. I really don't know. I think someone... I think Western society has dominated for too long. Or not. I Politics aren't really my thing. But this is a cool... 
I like this. I like this. The conversation. We'll do some more conspiracy theories. This podcast is sponsored by Air TNT. If you have a a uh, like a fighter jet or access to nuclear bombs, you can rent that to other people that need that. That was a shit fucking ad. Oh, uh, so on the weekend I was at a party and I was talking to this French person, and for, I was talking to him for about an hour, I reckon, and the last twenty minutes was him trying to explain an object which I later found out was a hairbrush because uh, he was trying to tell me I needed to brush my hair. But he did it in a way like most foreign people would where he went, uh, um, you need to uh, use a, um, how do you say? Um, and he did that for what felt like 45 minutes and I just sat there patiently and just listened to him. Uh, and didn't interrupt him at all. I just sat there and listened patiently until he figured it out. Anyway, so it got me thinking, you know, how patient is everyone else with that stuff? Is it just me that could sit pretty pretty happily uh, in a space and listen to this French guy just tongue twister himself into like a chokehold where he is just trying to force out anything that comes out of his mouth and and trying to verify that it's an object with me? I don't know. So that's why I'm going to call up a bunch of like Home Depot places and pretend to be French and just try and explain an object to them and see how long they'll go on the call with me until they hang up. Hello, uh, I'm uh, looking for um, a... Um, it is like a... Uh, it is a has a wheel. It has I'm like sorry, a, a, a what? A, a wheel. A um. um is, is that a plant or what is it for? It, uh, sorry. Uh, how do you say? Um, it is a uh, for um, like a uh, a uh, dirt, like dirt. Uh, okay. Um. So like something like a shovel or something like that is that what you're thinking uh, kind of moved it or moved we, it we uh uh we uh yeah, uh has a how do you say um uh sorry um it is like a has a uh, like a ba- uh, basson like a basson and uh, uh with a wheel something for upstairs yeah. um, and then Oscar might be able to help you. Is that okay? We. Oui. Thank, Thank you. you. They hung up on me. That was quick. That wasn't even that funny. I'm ending that segment there. So I've been doing, I've always done a bit of research into uh, religions. I just think they're quite cool um, and it's just good to to know some stuff about them. Um, the only one I haven't looked into is Scientology. So what we're going to do is we're just going to call up the Scientology, uh, Church of Scientology in Sydney 
and just see what it's all about um, and, you know, who knows? See how good they are at just just bringing you in. I think that would be cool. Um yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm very easily manipulated and uh, gullible, and you could just you I'm like putty in your hand sometimes. All right, let's call them and see what they've got to say. Also, I hope I don't get killed for doing this. You know how like you can get killed for doing this sort of stuff, like if you. I feel like they might have a lot of power. Oh man, I hope I don't get killed. All right, if I get if I die soon, it's because um, it's because of Church of Scientology. Hello, Church of Scientology. Hi. Uh, I've been looking into Scientology, and I was just wondering, how do I get started? Oh, the best thing to do is just come in. To come so, in. Whereabouts do you live? I'm in Sydney. I'm in Sydney. Oh, okay. So yeah. come in, 201 Castle Ray Street. Come in and have a look around, talk to people. Yeah. Find out what it is you're looking for and what we have. Right. The best way to do that. What 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 do you have? Just out of curiosity, uh, if I if I do come in, like what 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 do I what do I search for? The first, the first thing, well, there's plenty of people. So the first thing you would do is is have a look around. Uh, possibly do a personality test. Helps flush up areas you possibly already know where you're looking for help. Okay. And where things aren't aren't going as optimally as they should. Oh, cool. We have courses. We have auditing. We have, Audit? that's probably it. Courses give you data that are missing. It's like, how much easier is it to do something when you understand how it works? Yeah. Wait, what's auditing? What do you mean by auditing? Auditing is... Yeah. Where someone helps you to find the areas and the causes for things that you're having difficulty with in life. Oh, like like love life or something. Yes. Cool. So they can sort that out. Can can you guys help? Like, do you have any sort of connection to psychic abilities or anything, and like future telling, or is that, or are you more like uh, sort of grounded in the present type thing? I would say of the two, that would be the one I would choose, yes. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. So, and these personality tests, just out of curiosity, what are they, what sort of areas typically come up uh, in terms of like flags or something? What can I expect to be flagged for? Uh, oh, well, i tell you what, I'm, if you go online, yeah. because I'm in the middle of three different things at the moment, that's the whole idea of we have a whole floor that answers your questions rather than... Calling. Me trying to explain it to you. Okay. The things like responsibility. Yeah. Uh, whether you can get have difficulty getting started on projects, whether you start six projects and never finish them, whether you get along with people, whether you like people, whether people like you, oh, yeah. whether you're a likable person. Yeah. Those are the sorts of things that come up in the personality test. Yeah, I'll score low low on those ones. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I guess I'll I'll come in then. That's. Great. That's the idea. Okay, we're open till six o'clock tonight and tomorrow night. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I'll see you okay. soon. All right. Thank Cheers. you. Bye. Bye. She was nice, but she didn't really rope me in. I don't. I don't. Feel, I don't feel like I want to go to that. That gave me nothing, actually. I'm going to be honest. That gave me absolutely nothing. That's like any religion. Come in and let's have a chat. 
I bet they're good when you when you rock up to the door. I bet they're just like you get like an instant erection or something like that. And you just go, This is the place for me. When in reality it's not, but you just something in that air that just kinda like pumps through your veins and you just become the equivalent of the Hulk but believing in Elron Hobbit and it just kind of fuels you. That would be cool. Scientologist, uh, I hope you guys are going well. Keep up the good work. She seemed nice, but very busy. All right, we're going to end on self-love because I think there should be more of that. Uh, that's something I'm working towards and trying to figure out. Uh, and I think it's just a process. Um, here we go. So one, this one's from Lucille Ball. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's not Luchild Bow. Uh, love yourself first and everything falls, everything else falls in line. You really have to love yourself to get anything done in this world. That's nice. But I don't think that's true. I, <laughs> I agree with the first part. I think love yourself first and everything else falls in line. I think that makes sense. Uh, you really have to love yourself to get anything done in this world. I have gotten the washing done and I've been depressed as fuck. Uh, so, I don't think that's true. Um, there's also been times when I've loved myself whilst on heavy drugs and I did nothing except just uh, passed out and maybe said some nice things to friends. Yeah, I don't know if... The, uh, love yourself first and everything else falls in line. That... I reckon that's true. All right. So... That was... That was it. Um, that's the end of my podcast. Thank you for listening. We will do this once a week. Uh, and we'll get better. Sorry if you hated that. Next week, I promise, we'll be slightly better. Uh, I might only be 1% better, but it'll get better. Or maybe tune tune back in in like five years and you can be that one in 500 that just love the shit I do. And that would be cool. I'll be there with you. Um, but yeah, join me, join me next week. Thanks, guys.